1: I'm back by the grace of God, I'm back. And on WROL, this is live at 1130 on the 9th of May. The rest will hear it at another time. This is a live broadcast. I'm reading from Acts 4, Acts 5, verse 12. Now many signs and wonders were done among the people through the apostles. The Catholic Church claims, and it is true, that we have apostolic succession. But do we have apostolic success? That's another thing. We have apostolic succession. They can trace my ordination back to the early apostles. But do we have apostolic success? are signs and wonders being formed and healings being done in the name of Jesus. It all comes with the gospel, apostolic success. And they were all together in Solomon's portico. None of the rest dared to join them, but the people held them in high esteem. Why are they being held in high esteem? They just healed the man of being crippled who was sick for over 40 years. Yes, they were held in high esteem. Remember, it says they were just ordinary men. I tell you, when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they were no longer ordinary men. They were men of God, men of the church. Yet more than ever, believers were added to the Lord great numbers of both men and women, so that they even carried out the sick into the streets and laid them on cots and mats in order that Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he came by. What would Peter's shadow do? They believed it would bring healing, for the power of God was on Peter at Pentecost, and the 12 apostles, and the 120, oh yes, God knows how to do things. We know that we have apostolic succession, but we want apostolic success also. Not only teaching people about the sacraments and the word of God, but the power of the God, the power of God. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea and Samaria and throughout all the ends of the earth. A great number of people would also gather from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all cured. Apostolic success. People said, well, you know, even Augustine said, God doesn't heal anymore. He's got the church. But on Holy Saturday, there were a couple of people lying on mats as he was celebrating the Eucharist, and they were healed. And he changed his theology that God continues to heal people. You see, it's very easy just to say, Well, you know what? That happened then, but not now. That's lack of faith. That's lack of faith. That's lack of faith. The Scripture says that the children's bread happens to be healing and deliverance. The children's bread is healing and deliverance. Verse 17. Then the high priest took action. He and all who were with him—that is, the sect of the Sadducees—the Sadducees do not believe in the resurrection. They were sad, you see. That's how you can learn what what they were brought up with. Being filled with jealousy. Jealousy because the apostles were doing great things in the name of Jesus Christ. They arrested the apostles and put them in public prison. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors brought them out and said, go stand in the temple and tell the people the whole message about this life. The whole message that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, that he died for our sins, that he was buried, that he rose from the dead, that he sent the Holy Spirit upon the church so that we would continue with what God did through Christ Jesus. Again, again, it's a lack of faith. We say, well, you know what? We're 2,000 years later. We say that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Is that true? Of course it's true. If that's true, then the same things should be happening, and if they're not, lack of faith. It's lack of faith. My faith is all contained in the Apostles' Creed. But also, my faith is also contained in the Acts of the Apostles, that what God did in Jesus, he wants to do to the church, apostolic succession as well as apostolic success. Go stand in the temple and tell the people the whole message about this life, and when they heard this, they entered the temple at daybreak and went on with their teaching. When the high priest and those with him arrived, they called together the council and the whole body of elders of Israel and sent to prison to have them brought. But when the temple police went there, they did not find them in the prison. So they returned and reported we found the prison securely locked and the guards standing at the doors, but when we opened them, we found no one inside. Angel of the Lord, open the doors for them. Do these things happen today? They should be. We have the same God, the same gospel, the same power, the same Pentecost. Apostolic succession as well as apostolic success. Now when, the, now when the captain of the temple and the chief priests heard these words, they were perplexed about them, wondering what might be going on. I'll tell you what's going on, power of God, releasing Peter and John from prison, power of God. Do we depend upon the power of God? Do we depend upon the power of the Holy Spirit? How we are in need of the Holy Spirit? I've told you so many times. People say the Holy Spirit is the forgotten person in the Trinity. And if he's forgotten, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Apostolic succession, yes. But apostolic success by the grace of God. Then someone arrived and announced, look, the men whom you put in prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. What do you think they were teaching them about? About Jesus, about the Lord, about his cross, about his burial, about his resurrection, about the power of God. Oh yes, they have the sacrament of the power of God, the man that was born crippled whom was they laid that beautiful gate, people contributed to him so often. Now he's got to go to work because he can heal. I mean, he can jump and walk and leap and praise God. Then the captain went into the temple police and brought them, but without violence, for they were afraid of being stoned by the people. Because the people were seeing apostolic success as well as apostolic succession. Do not lay hands upon them because the people will be violent toward you. Oh yes, they were respected. And when they brought them, they had them stand before the council. The high priest questioned them saying, We gave you strict orders not to teach in this name. Yet here you are filling Jerusalem with your teaching and you are determined to bring this man's blood on us. But Peter and the apostles answered, we must obey God rather than any man. The God of our ancestors raised up Jesus whom you killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior that he might bring to repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things. And so is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. How we need the Holy Spirit. How we are in need of God's Holy Spirit. If Pentecost did not happen, there would be no church today. No spirit, no church. How we need the power of the Holy Spirit. We do in these days better than any other time. Why? Because we want to communicate apostolic succession and apostolic success in the name of Jesus, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. A great number of people would also gather from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those tormented by unclean spirits. They were all cured. not that wonderful? not that wonderful? They announced the kingdom of God, and the kingdom of God came with healing and deliverance. It wasn't some kingdom that they just talked about by and by. It was the kingdom of God, now, through the acts of the apostles, through the healing of the sick, through the deliverance of the demonic. Oh yes, it was the acts of the apostles. When the high priest took action, he and all those who were with him, that is, the sect of the Sadducees, being filled with jealousy, arrested the Apostles and put them in public prison. During the night an angel of the Lord opened the doors and brought them out and said, Go and stand in the temple and tell the people the whole message about this life. When the high priest and those with him arrived they called together the council and the whole body of the elders of Israel and sent them to prison to have them brought in, but when the temple police went there, they did not find them in prison, so they returned and reported. We found the doors locked, but when we opened them up we found no one inside. Angel of the Lord had come. How we need angelic visitations. Oh yes, God has given us the angels to help us on the way to salvation. That's real. That's what it says in Hebrews 1, the last verse. He has sent angels to help us who are on the way to salvation. Now when they brought them, they had them stand before the council. The high priest questioned them saying, we gave you strict orders not to teach in this name. Yet here you are filling Jerusalem with your teaching, and you are determined to bring this man's blood on us. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than any man. The God of our ancestors raised up Jesus, whom you killed by hanging him on a tree. Remember what the Bible says, Cursed is the man who hangs on a tree. That's why the Jewish people would not accept Jesus, because he was a curse and he became a curse so that we, you and I, might become the righteousness of God in Christ. Jesus became a curse so that you and I would become the righteousness of God in Christ. And when they heard this, they were enraged and wanted to kill them. But a Pharisee in the council named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, he's the one that taught Paul. He was the great teacher, the great teacher of the scriptures. And he's a man that's got sense. Listen to what his uh, experience tells him. Named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, respected by all the people, stood up for a short time and then he said to them, Fellow Israelites, consider carefully what you are proposed to do to these men. For some time ago, Thudius rose up claiming to be somebody and a number of men, about 400, joined him, but he was killed and all who followed him were dispersed and disappeared. After him, Judas, the Galilean, rose up at a time of the census and got people to follow him, he also perished, and all who followed him were scattered. So in the present case, I tell you, keep away from these men. Let them alone, because if this plan or undertaking is of human origin, it will fail. But if it is of God's origin you will not be able to overthrow them. In that case, you may even be fighting against God. This is reason, this is reason. The Lord's power has lasted over 2,000 years. The Lord's name over 2,000 years. The glory of God over 2,000 years. People are being persecuted in Asia, in Africa, in Russia, oh yes, in China, and they stay with the faith. They are the faithful remnant who are persecuted for the sake of Christ. We remember when the apostles were persecuted, they were gathered in the upper room, and they said, Sovereign Lord. Let us speak boldly of the message of Jesus. And the place where they were in the fourth chapter shook, and they went out and proclaimed the Word of God with boldness. I tell you, that's what we need today. We need some bold preachers, bold preachers, that will preach the Word of God apostolic succession, apostolic success. Not one or the other. We need both We need both. We need the fireplace, which is the church, and we need the fire, which is the Holy Spirit. We need both. The fire without the fireplace is trouble. The fireplace without the fire is cold. We need the fireplace and the fire. That's what God wants. They were convinced by him, and when they were called in the apostles, they had them flogged. Then they ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus, and they let them go. And as they left the council, they rejoiced that they were considered worthy to suffer dishonor for the sake of the name. And every day in the temple and at home, they did not cease to teach and proclaim Jesus as Messiah. Now the problem is when we're persecuted, oh, I'm being persecuted, oh, the devil's after me, oh. Rather than thank you, God, I'm being persecuted for the name of Jesus. Thank you, God, that the devil's after me. He has no power over me in Jesus' name." Thank you, God, because I will continue to proclaim the message in season and out of season. The sixth chapter of Acts. Now during those days when the disciples were increasing in number, why were they increasing in number? Because they were being taught and they were being whole, made whole through the preaching of the apostles, and through healing and deliverance. Now, during those days when the disciples were increasing in number, the Greeks complained against the Hebrews because the widows were being neglected in the daily distribution of the food. In other words, the Jewish widows were getting more than the Greek widows. So they complained, this is not fair, we're all in Christ, this is not fair. And the Twelve called together the whole community of disciples and said, it is not right that we should neglect the Word of God. In order to wait on tables, therefore, friends, select from among yourselves seven men of good standing full of the spirit and wisdom whom we appoint to the task and while we are on our while we are for our part we'll devote ourselves to prayer and the serving of the word sounds like food serving of the word oh how we need the serving of the word today somebody says i preached for six minutes And you know what I say? The world preaches for 24 hours, seven days a week. Six minutes is not going to do it. It's not going to do it. It's not going to do it. The apostles preached in the name of Jesus. They healed the sick and raised the dead. Six minutes is not going to do it. You might say, why? Because the world is... 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We see that what has happened in the United States, on a Sunday, they have their soccer games. Oh, it was planned so that people would not go to church. This is real. And what have we said about it? Well, you know, we said nothing. We said nothing. Have your soccer games on a Saturday, not on a Sunday. So the people who go to church. But we said nothing. We are too wishy-washy. Yes, we are too wishy-washy. We need to be bold. And we need to tell people the truth about the power of God in the name of Jesus. We are too wishy-washy. I would also say, we're like Minnie Minkle, whoever he is. He doesn't do very much. He's just, well, you know, it's 2,000 years later. Yes, it is, and the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, Of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hold the handmaid of the Lord, let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God. Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. We want apostolic succession, and we have it. We need apostolic success in the power of the Holy Spirit and in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you. Behold, I stand, and the door
0: this has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass, 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season.